Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, joined by my co-host, Carmel. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hope you guys had a good Easter. Did you have a good Easter? I did. What did you do? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Just you just ate. You just ate. Were you with family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom cooked way too much. Awesome. What, did, what was on the menu? I'm curious. Uh, ribs. Oh, my I goodness. I'm vegan. Uh, it's all right. It's okay. I forgive. <laughs> ribs. We had lentils, mm. which I don't know why she made but they were good. Ribs and lentils? I don't understand. But I, okay. don't, I don't either. Because um, I'm quasi-vegan <laughs> now. so I, I have What some, does that mean? So I have some vegan days. I can't with you I don't eat cheese. There I don't are eat so meat. many social vegans I know. Look, <laughs> I've been vegan for 13 years. I was vegan before it was cool. Now everybody's doing these little vegan challenges and stuff. And I'm like, Beyonce decided to go vegan. Now you're like, oh, I'm going to be vegan. Or what's her name? Ate that TTLA from Whole Foods. <laughs> you can't tell I'm a little bit bitter because I've been trying Just to get a little people... Bit. On the vegan train for I don't even know how long, and all these other celebrities are like, "Oh, you should be vegan!" Like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna be vegan now because Beyonce's vegan." I'm like, "Whatever." Wow, I, I can hear it. It's a lot. That of was my. There's <laughs> a lot of bitterness in there. <laughs> but if you're gonna go vegan, that's a good thing because it's better for the world. So, so she, so she, you have she vegan sees days. me do that. She has like some <laughs> vegan. But I told her it doesn't matter if we have ribs and lentils. It's not like. <laughs> It was not ribs really and lentils. That yeah. is such a combination. It was good though. Hey, if it was good, that's all that matters because yeah. moms can cook, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Jesus has a rose, so we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. So this week we got to talk about Notre Dame because we haven't talked about that, mm-hmm. and then how that led to uh, people realizing that three churches in Louisiana burned down. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about advertising in the recent Ancestry.com commercial oh, and just God, yeah. how many bad fails there have been with companies in the last year with, when it comes to commercials and ads and things like that. We're going to talk about Kate Smith, who I didn't even know who that was until Carmel told me who she was this morning, but it's a very interesting story. And we're going to talk about uh, my favorite and least favorite person to talk about in the entire world, Mr. Kanye West. Be back. <laughs> Is he ever? Um, so let's uh, let's talk about a little bit about uh, Notre Dame. So if you didn't uh, see, which I'm sure everybody did, uh, Notre Dame was on fire. I still don't know what, what did they say what the cause of the fire was. They said was it was some kind of electrical thing. It was an electrical thing, yeah. and um, so there was a great part of history lost, and it was incredibly sad to see. I've been there. John and I went, were there a few years ago, and it's beautiful, and there's so much history, and it's a huge part. Of, uh, of Paris, of course. It, it, it's a landmark. Um, but I did find it very interesting that how quickly people were uh, willing to post about it with their pictures and their selfies, you know, from the, their experiences and their vacations being there. But there was still no mention from so many people about what's happening in their own country. Yeah, and I got a lot of people um, on my own Facebook page mm-hmm. talking about... <clears throat> um, well, it's historic, you know. It's 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 legendary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a monument. And I said, I get that, but yeah. it's not here. Exactly. Exactly. It's not here. And you could feel sad about it because yeah. it is sad. It's sad when you see. I mean, if any part of history is all of a sudden gone, that is terrible. Right. It's terrible. Terrible. But I think, and I and I said this on my Facebook page that everybody's allowed to mourn whatever they want to mourn, mm-hmm. and, and and your feelings are not going to be disregarded in any way. But for the majority, because it was a majority of black people and people of color that were like, um, hello, mm-hmm. about, about the churches in Louisiana, is that you can't ignore the fact that black people in this country still feel invisible. And when anything that has to do with them happens, it's like nobody cares. Yeah. 
And that's why I understand and I resonate with those feelings of them being upset because it's like there's three churches. Not And, and it's not even that the churches in Louisiana burned down because of electrical issues. Mm-hmm. They burned down because they were targeted because they were black churches right. by a white supremacist. Right. I don't think people understand how serious that part is. Yeah, I, I, I wonder now. I wonder if people are just thinking those churches just burned accidentally. And Because no, there's no way I was – no one is, is taking the burning of Notre Dame to equate to these three churches because right. no one knows who these three churches totally, are. Totally, We totally. get that this is a monumental structure. But the story of why those three churches burned down mm-hmm. is what makes it as big. Yes. And it's here and it's in, in our country. And I think we just want a little bit of coverage. Right. I think people just talk about this. No one's expecting it to get on today's show and, and CNN and all those. Okay, we get it. It's Notre Dame. But like nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, no, they're not talking about it now. Right. Right. And this was a racial attack, right? And it's already gone. So that's that's the problem I'm seeing. And yeah, and it's it's funny because it reminds me of your song. We're talking about you don't you don't see us. Mm-hmm. Like we're mm-hmm. not there. Like, yeah. like this is a church. This is people, and yeah. this is in your home country. Yeah. And they even have people on my Facebook page like getting mad. Like, well, what do you want us to do? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Just, right. What do I want you to do? I'm like, just give it some respect. Yeah. Just a little bit of respect. And or just acknowledge, acknowledgement, just acknowledge that right. this is happening. It is a domino effect of the last three years. Like this is not going away anytime soon. And the fact that we are repeating history from the fifties and sixties that we, like we talked about, it's scary. Like, again, this wasn't an electrical issue. This was a targeted group of people by a racist right. who yes, is now in jail, but no, it is not getting the media attention that it needs to be getting. And it is something that people need to be talking about. And especially when I keep, and as I talk to talk with about this to people, he's twenty or twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, church burning is not something twenty year old kids talk about. So we know, or we can assume, someone had him do this. Absolutely, who was definitely older. And I'm I'm almost positive it's probably a KKK related thing. Mm-hmm. It's in the South, so let's, yeah. let's be real, people. But like, it's gone. Like, yeah, this is something that used to happen back in the day, and was such. We look at movies and are just like terrified. Oh man, they did that. That was crazy. This just happened. This just happened. It just happened. In 2019. Mm-hmm. So and what's even crazy about Notre Dame burning is that they've raised like $700 million. Yeah. I mean, billionaires were just donating, just donating. and donating and donating. And I get, and if, and if they're French, they, they should. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but if there are Americans that are donating to getting this rebuilt that have really no ties to it, it's really mind-boggling to me that you wouldn't want to help protect and restore people that are in your own country but i will say notre dame burning down did bring more attention to the churches because they did they were able to raise over 1.5 million dollars because people were creating a stink the people of Mm -hmm. color the the influencers the ones that have a lot of followers that were tweeting about this and posting about it they did get some attention from just civilians it's still not in the media and the news the way that it should be but i was i was grateful for that because now there is money going back into those churches to get them rebuilt for those congregants in that in that people in St. Landry's Parish. Yeah, it sucks that that has to happen. Like I know. A, like a bigger white church in France has mm-hmm. to burn down for us to get upset and then bring more attention to these three black churches. Right. Um, and yeah, it just it's crazy that in when I heard that how much how much money that raised in like it was like a week. Mm-hmm. It's like nearly a billion dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys realize the Catholic Church is the richest corporation in the world? They have more real estate than anybody. 100%. Yeah. Why are we giving them another bill? You know, Flint still has dirty water, you guys. 
I laugh at that and I'm not trying to, but it's so <laughs> mind boggling to me that those people still do not have clean still. water. Still. How? I, it's unreal. It takes Jaden Smith, like we talked about. We talked about uh, his yeah. 501c3 and the water box to go in there to get those people clean water. And but nothing it, from the government, nothing from from billionaires and millionaires other than him, you know, putting money back into that community in any way. These are actual people. Like, I get the church, historical. It's a monument still. Yeah. These are actual people. These are people. Drinking yeah. filthy contaminated poisonous water they have lifelong effects health effects because of it right and we all know it we know it and Mm -hmm. we're like oh okay well yeah the church burn okay here's ten thousand what (laughs) to a church yeah to the catholic church of all (laughs) and the reason i actually and i mean people can say well you're giving money to donate you know to these churches it's like because that is actually a safe haven for a lot of black people in the south Mm -hmm. and that's taken away from them yes notre dame is history we know that we know that but we know that they're going to be okay these people are targeted that is the bigger picture here. These people are being targeted because of their race. Yeah. Just like when Dylan Roof walking to that church, he specifically went to a black church and shot them and killed them because of their race. We need people to understand that that is what's happening in America today. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We have to keep reiterating that that mm-hmm. they were because there were nobody in in there. They're not understanding that there could have been. Yeah, there might be. Right. Like this is, right. and it's still a racial attack. And those churches are communities. There's no functioning churches. They're mm-hmm. not monuments. People right. go in there to worship, to serve one another, to take care of their community. That's mm-hmm. part of their. Most churches in in the South are like the hub for their whole community, the whole yeah. city. Especially for the black community. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and now it's gone. Yeah. And we're not. They're just not taking. They're just looking at structures. Mm-hmm. Two, you know, Notre Dame's a structure. These churches. No, it's not. They're not the same. Right. So I'm going to post uh, the link for the GoFundMe uh, for the St. Landry's Parish Churches. And if you feel led to donate, please do. Um, they are doing well right now, but every little bit will help to get that community back to what it was. Let's do that. So next in my, I, I'm laughing because this is so ridiculous. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the recent Ancestry.com commercial. It was recently pulled. Um, and I'm going to tell you what happened in the commercial, but I want to talk about the bigger um, issue with this, with companies and their advertising and them just missing the mark consistently. So Ancestry.com released a new commercial of a white male and a black female who clearly were in the 1800s. Um, and he pulls her away and says, and shows her a ring and says, if we run away together to the north, we can be together. Uh, and she's, I think she says, like, are you sure or something? He's like, yes, mm-hmm. we can be there. I know we can be safe. You get the gist. And then, and then, this was my favorite part. It says, without you, the story stops here. Yeah. <laughs> Ancestry.com, get yourself together. Wow. Because whoever thought that commercial was going to be okay, Shame on you. None of you should have jobs anymore. I have several questions. Here's the first one. Are there no people of color in the rooms for these meetings? When 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 somebody's pitching an advertisement, how is there nobody to be like, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to work. There's yeah. nobody there to say that. Even You don't even have to be a person of color, just a reasonable human being. Reasonable. Just like there was so, like from the pitch to the, the scripting, storyboarding. There were several opportunities for someone to go, mm, you guys, I think we probably shouldn't do this. 
But after that, they put out a casting notice. Mm-hmm. They cast it. Mm-hmm. They rehearsed it. They shot it. They shot it. And then they released it to the world. And then, after spending all of that money, mm-hmm. because you somehow thought that you were going to escape the clutches of Twitter, <laughs> you had to, re- you had to um, remove the commercial. Like, so, Twitter... It's huge, of course. It's huge. But, Massive. like, I'm sure there's a percentage of people that, and here's what we're saying, no one in your team, no one had any idea of what social media does and ha- would, that people would have this sentiment towards this video. Nobody? This is a huge company. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, what but, did you say in the text the other day? It'd be the same if they said... Oh, yeah, a gay couple in the <laughs> in the tagline was... Your history stops here. Like, it's literally that. It's literally that. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, come on. The LGBT community would, would be go up. off. Oh, my God. Go so, off. So, of course, here's the thing. What is so shocking to me about this commercial is, like, that's a, a painful history for a lot of black people, knowing that they have a mix of white in them because they were raped, because they were forced to be in a relationship. You know, people were like, oh, and then this is a funny thing. On one of the threads, people were like, well, Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hammonds were in love, blah, blah, blah. First of all, mm. she didn't have a choice. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I don't know Sally. Y'all sure Sally was in love? Like, like, she did not have a right? choice. She wasn't like, yeah, you know, I'm not really feeling it, Thomas. No. I don't I don't think I want to do this anymore. Listen, TJ, you think you he know. was going to be like, okay. Right. No. Black women in that time did not have a choice on whether or not they could be in a relationship with a white man. That was what they were, it was taken from them. Every right that they had was taken from them. Yeah. So to put that in a commercial as if saying, this is, hey, find this out about your history. It's very, very, um... I don't know. These people are blind. <laughs> yeah, it it it, it, mar- it it not marginalizes. What's the word I'm looking for? But it really like waters down mm-hmm. what black women went through yeah, during that time. Absolutely. I mean, like just to make it seem like she's just coming out of a cafe and just running up to the train mm-hmm. and it's all romantic and we can run away to the north. Like what? Like no, that's not what was going yeah. on. Like yeah, if you got forgot the underground railroad you guys and like some people didn't make it mm-hmm. a lot of them got caught and some didn't even try and yeah and most of the time if a black woman was with a white guy it was not by choice right so to have this video come out like to even take steps towards that like if i was anywhere in that room and saw that pitch <laughs> i would have lost it yeah like who like you sat up all night and wrote this out and thought let's put it mixed couple, interracial couple back in the 1700s, 1800s together to promote Ancestry.com? Like, why even why even go there? Like, what 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 were you expecting to happen? Like, oh, we, like, a mixed dude, like, oh, you know what, that's where I, that's where I came from. I, yeah. I was to, no, that's not what's going to happen. Yeah. Even even if someone is mixed, they're not going to watch that video and be inspired to go on Ancestry.com. Right. It's like, you, you're, I almost feel like, now does that bring them, and, you know, they always say that, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> is this what this was? Was this a stunt? Was this, let's put this out and see what happens. But even if it was, they're selling a product, and I'm not sure why they thought that would advance sales for them to get people to go to their website to want to find their history. Like, you have to think of it in that sense. How is this selling your product in a positive way? Yeah, I don't see it. You know? I've always I've always thought, whether it was, was it 23 and something? 23 and me. 23 and me. And mm-hmm. I've always thought they were jokes. It's, mm-hmm. com- to me, they complete, they're complete uh, jokes to me because mm-hmm. like honestly how do you know where I'm from based mm-hmm. on me giving you my blood like do you have the 
samples and bases of all those people back I mean, thousands I think, of years I ago. Think there's some validity to it. I do. I, I, I do. Absolutely. And I, I mean, it blows my mind that you are able to find out samples of your DNA, but I've definitely seen some discrepancies in other people's uh, results. So I am like, curious like, how who, it works. Like, what are they like? Honestly, I, not, not to be like distrusting everything out there, but like I'm giving my <laughs> blood to, I, I don't know where it's going. It's going to some, some yeah. lab and someone's like shaking it up and pouring it out. And then what are they basing it against? Like, how do they know that they don't have the blood of the tribes I'm from? He, this is the conspiracy theorist. I'm just the saying, like, they don't they don't have the blood of because my, my mom got it done and she was so excited. She mm-hmm. showed me this map where she's from and it showed that like, her people came from West Africa and mm-hmm. parts of Europe. And then there's some like she's like, ah, I'm I'm, I'm part part English or something like that. And I'm like, okay, I mean it, it looks cool, but I'm mm-hmm. like, send it again and see what happens. <laughs> but like it's almost just like, <laughs> oh look at that, you're from Mali and then you went to. Uh, Eastern Europe, and then you came back and you landed in the United States. I, I just I don't understand how they can have any like accurate information about my whole history of my whole from just from the, the DNA. Unless you have all the DNA of the people. I'm I mean, from. they might. You never know. I'm gonna look into this though because I am interested. I I am interested to find out how they come to these conclusions and and what samples they have and what they're measuring up against. I just think it's fascinating. I I got mine done. I got mine done, and it said I was from Nigeria, which I knew. So I knew Nigerian in my family. Um, I was from the Ivory Coast in the Congo, and I knew Native American because I know my great-grandmother, and I've seen her, and I know my pictures, and I know that history. So Mm -hmm. that was very accurate. But the one thing I didn't know was that I'm 8% Irish. But... Mm. I had a conversation with my father and he went on to tell me that the plantation he grew up on was taken over by Irishmen, which then I'm like, well, this is actually painful because I clearly know where that Irish part came Mm. from. And it wasn't from anything like ancestry.com is trying to paint. So, um, (laughs) so mine actually, I think is pretty accurate. Um, but that's because I, I mean, I knew it going in, which is kind of cool. Except the Irish part, and then my dad confirmed it. So okay, um, that's interesting. But I am interested to know how they come to those conclusions. Yeah, and, and I get people don't want their blood and their saliva out in the world. Yeah, yeah, I get I it. Just, I get it. Which is really funny because my mom, if you think I'm a conspiracy, my mom's worse, <laughs> and she did it. I'm like, what? Yeah, I did it, baby. Mm-hmm. And they came back. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and my son did it too. So I was thinking about it, but I'm definitely not now. So. But you know there is one. There is there is an African DNA test. Really? And Chadwick Boseman, who's Black Panther, was talking about this, and that's where you can find out the tribes you're from. But again, how are they finding that out? Yeah, because are they are the tribes giving their bloods too? Because that's the thing. (laughs) Like, how do you know if you don't have the blood of those tribes? You have to match it up. That's basic science. Is I have this DNA structure. I have to match it up with this one. It looks identical. So unless you're like in the Ivory Coast or the Congo and have some tribes back. Hundreds of thousands of years. How do you match? We're gonna find this that? out. We're gonna find okay. this out and, and and go back to you guys. <laughs> but the the bigger point I want to get to is that I'm so surprised in 2019 how many companies just continuously miss the mark with their advertising, and I don't know why people think that they're invincible when when they decide to release certain commercials. Like so, we had a couple things. We had the Kendall Jenner one with Pepsi mm-hmm. that didn't go over no. well. We had recently the Burberry one with the noose, the noose mm-hmm. hoodie. That didn't go over well. We had H&M mm-hmm. with the, the little black boy in the, the monkey, monkey sweatshirt. Right. That didn't go over well. So I just don't understand who 
is being hired to do these products, to do the advertising, and why there's no voice of reason in the room. It, it, it's, it just shocks me. And granted, we've talked about this before. I do think people are too sensitive over some things, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. However, as a company, you cannot be that dense. No. <laughs> no. But see, what's scary now is it, it's this many. Because there was also Prada, uh, Gucci. Um, there's been several. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. They're all fashion and clothing uh, companies, too. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but no one, no one in all of these companies' teams, are, or is it an advertising agency that's the issue? Um, several it, of these companies could have be. ad agencies yeah. that are yeah. uh, common. Um, so that might be it. Might not be Prada. Might not be Gucci. They might all have. There might be two or three ad, ad agencies out there that are responsible for these. Um, it's possible racist ads, but it's like after the first one. <laughs> after the first one, so if no one in your team is smart enough to understand right. it, you all watch TV. You're all on social media. Mm-hmm. You all see the backlash such and such got, and then a year later, you do one. Right. Like. What is going on? It's like, like they're thinking, like, you know, maybe they'll be over it by now. <laughs> no, yeah, it'll be cool with this one. All right, keep with the monkey suit on. <laughs> Shoot, like no, like it, the, the and the nooses and blackface. I, I'm like, there's so many like other things you could do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like I feel like I could think of when I see the ads. I'm like, I can think of five things off the top of my head right now that would have gone be- over better than way this. Way better. Way better. And if and if anything, if you see. Kids wearing animal sweaters. Just put the white boy in the monkey suit. That's it. Just switch it. Yeah. Put the giraffe on the on the black kid. Yeah. Make it. it it's as simple it's as that. No one would have said anything. Yeah. Very anything. simple decision. But then it's when the black kid is wearing the monkey suit. Mm-hmm. It, it, we have no other choice but to believe you did that intentionally. For sure. For so sure. So it's like it's all you had to do. But then, I mean, I don't. Again, I don't want to think like. You know, people are doing this intentionally because they're racist, but it's just too consistently keep happening. It yeah, keeps happening. It's, it's, yeah. so it's like, um, and I know there's another one, um, Dunkin' Donuts. I know you've seen that one. No. They have a charcoal donut coming out. Oh, no. And there's a white girl eating a chocolate donut in blackface. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's you. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to look this one up. And I'm like, again. Someone sat there, painted this girl's face, sat her down, took a few pictures, and yeah, like, I'm I'm literally looking yeah, at it at the computer is. right now. I didn't see this one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it's interesting also because this is actually for Dunkin' Donuts in Thailand, which I feel like not the other countries should get a pass. Oh, it's not the U.S. But it's okay. not the okay. U.S., which makes me feel a little bit better. But at the same time, like what? <laughs> Like, why would this ever be okay Still, anywhere? That's it's what not I'm okay anywhere. Because like, Dunkin' Donuts, it is an international thing. So wh- there has to be an international head right. that's approving this stuff. Yes. So, and just because wow. they're in Europe or in Asia, or part, they're not stupid. It's not like these people don't have right. social media. Right. They still can get on the internet. Just like I can see the Dunkin' Donuts ad from Thailand or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I know there's other uh, countries out there with like really bad racist like yeah. foods and all that stuff like that. But then, like, when you're creating an ad and you're creating these things, like some of it's old and like they just the thing existed before social media did. Mm-hmm. But now, now, like okay, yeah. if we can take down a statue, we can get rid of ads, we can right. change names of things, we can right. remove items off of shelves or whatever. So when you don't, you're like, Oh, okay, we're just cool with this. Right. Okay. 
But this is why diversity in the workplace is so important. Yeah. Because you need people there to tell you no. <laughs> yeah. If, if they care, no. though. Yeah. If they care, maybe Prada yeah. and Gucci and H&M, they don't care. Like, you know, whatever. So, because they know. Here's the thing. I remember people saying, um, oh, so black folks were going to boycott H&M and all this. And then, like, you still see black folks. Shopping H and M, shopping H and M, or yeah. buying Gucci. And I know, I know, Ti has been huge on getting rid of all his Gucci stuff, and any of his homies wearing Gucci, he's like, no, take that off. Yeah, and then Floyd Mayweather just bought Floyd, everything, yeah. Floyd like, or care. whatever his Floyd what's his last name? May- Mayweather. May- Mayweather. Thanks. See, I don't even know his last name. I just know he's ridiculous. He didn't care <laughs> at all. Yeah, he just bought. You saw that, right? He, he went to the Gucci he, the next day. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. But speaking of statues being taken down, so I didn't know about this. Uh, situation until Carmel told me and I don't even know who this singer was but after listening to this recording of uh, Kate Smith singing God Bless America it did sound very familiar but uh, Carmel why don't you you rap on this one since you you brought this one up so this just happened this weekend I guess mm-hmm. um, so Kate Smith is an you know an old singer back from the early 1920s and 30s mm-hmm. and her statue um, sits in front of the Philadelphia Flyers the hockey team's arena because I guess <clears throat> back when uh, they were in the Stanley Cup Finals. She came. They played her song, and they won. And there's like the, a lot of like luck behind her singing, whatever. So they put a statue up for her. Well, she has some very racist songs in her history that just came to light. Uh, the New York Yankees played, I guess, a version of her song at one of their games, and then someone came out and said, "Hey, you know, this woman has a song called um, That's Why Darkies Were Born,' and uh, Pickaninny Heaven.' If you guys know, Pickaninny is a uh, a very bad racial term." And so now they've decided to uh, cover the statue now before removing it. So it's and they're not playing her version playing her of song God Bless anymore. America right. anymore yeah. So they're shutting all that down at any arena in um, any sp- and now all sporting uh, companies are not playing her version of the song. So a lot of sports talk guys and announcers are talking about you know you know how how far back do we go and look at someone's past to didn't remove celebratory songs or pictures or icons or statues of that person because of their past. And I'm like, well, some of that stuff should have kind of been known ahead of time. When you go and build a statue of someone, you kind of should have like done a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, again, this goes back to the same thing with aging and all this. I think some don't care. I think some know about it and they're like, whatever, this is what we're going to do. And no one's going to bring it up. No, it's, it's back in the past, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then it comes out and then there's this backlash. So, you know, I don't know if it's, it's if it's a symptom of social media or if it's just um, a symptom of ignorance and lack of caring. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know, but um, yeah, that's 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 what's going down. So here's here's my question: Somebody born in in that era is a performer in the 1920s and 1930s. What do you think they're gonna think? Right. You know, I'm I'm sorry, but like, I I get it. I I I get that people are like, why are we glorifying this person who had racist tendencies, who had racist lyrics, who was clearly a racist? I get it. While you know, all the other uh you know uh statues of like generals and 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 slave owners and stuff are being taken down. I get it because it is a painful part of history. But it is a part of history. And I was saying earlier, I feel like. The glorification of them is what bothers me, but I get why people still want to keep them in history. But that's why we have museums. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't really agree with having a slave owner or a general who clearly was just a piece of mm, 
being the centerpiece of a park or, yeah. or, or just having them have a, a huge statue on a, on a walkway or a promenade somewhere, put that in a museum and tell the whole scope of their history. Right. But how far back, like you said, how far back are we going to go? Like, I didn't even know who Kate Smith was. Clearly she was important enough to have a statue, mm-hmm. but it, I, this is a weird situation because I was reading the lyrics of one of her songs and I'm going to read them on air because I need you to understand because they're really bad. Really so bad. this was uh, from her song, um, That's Why Darkies Are Born. It says, someone had to pick the cotton, someone had to plant the corn, someone had to slave and be able to sing. That's why darkies were born. Like, you can't get around mm-hmm. that. That's th- that's bad. Yeah. Those are bad lyrics. But this is from 1930. So one, of course, she's going to think that. But two, it's 2019. Why is this being brought up now? Yeah. How is this just that's, now being brought up? And I, 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 I cringe when this happens because I feel like a lot of us are doing this where we go and search and search and look for something bad. Mm-hmm. And none of us want that because we all have things in our past. So we'll be like, oh, okay, that was, that was a bad moment. For sure. But then, like, are you what? What's the reasoning behind it? Like, what's what are we really looking for? Like, Kate Smith's statue being taken down does nothing for me. I would have gone to a Philadelphia Flyers game eventually someday. Might maybe saw it and wouldn't have think twice about it. Okay, cool. Now there are other statues of people that I do know were bad. Um, I mean, we can just talk about Columbus all day. I mean, Columbus is one of the worst dudes in history. And we still celebrate it. And we're just now getting to the point where we have, you know, an indigenous people's day versus Columbus day. We're not, and some of his, you know, his name is not as being, uh, celebrated as it was previous, but still, he's still in our textbooks. He's mm-hmm. still, there's still schools named after him. Um, are we going to change all that? I, I don't know. But like, I mean, George Washington was a slave owner. I don't know if we're taking down, uh, the George Washington monument or his face off Mount Rushmore. Like, like right? that's just, it's not going to happen. guys. Right. <laughs> It's not so like I, I don't know yeah. like I don't know what's our what's our end game. Do right. we start looking at, I mean, some people don't understand that the the history of this country is racist. Mm-hmm. Like don't stop thinking differently. Like, like some people were talking about at Howard University right now. I guess there's like a big issue with like some folks gentrifying parts of the college and mm. like using it for like a dog park and a okay. weird thing. And I'm like, Howard, the name Howard is white. <laughs> He was a white general, people. Yeah, the yeah. school was started as a seminary to teach blacks about Christ. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a good way. So right. I don't forget, it's a historical black college, yes, but it was a white-created institution for black people. So when we start getting the point where, I want this and I want that, it's not ever been for you. Right. So right. like, if you want to start taking, like, I'm, 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 I was excited to see, like, you know, like, you said the general in uh, South Carolina and flags, rebel flags been taken. That's all cool. I, there, and there's some progress in there. But, like, we cannot expect them to change everything. We're not going to have every single person that's done something wrong to black folks, their name omitted from textbooks or statues taken down. So, like, it's cool that they're, they're removing Kate Smith's statue. Again, it doesn't do anything for me. It's nice to see some people are thinking about it. Um, maybe this says something about our future moving forward, but like, I, I don't know what, what this means for us. Like, what do we want? Like, I, I like that question. What's the end game? Like, yeah. what do we want from this? Yeah. Cause I just, you can't do this to every single person. No, you can't, you, you you're never going to have enough time. <laughs> our own, our own national anthem has racist terms in, it, in, in lyrics. Lift every voice and sing or our regular. Uh, no. Oh, see, uh, I thought you meant ours and black people. No, no. <laughs> 
I it doesn't. I meant, no, yeah, sorry, yeah, the yeah, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yeah. it does. But we we omit that verse. Right. We do, and I know that that's why it, that's also had controversy over a few years. And I sing the national anthem all the time for games, and mm. I have no problem doing it. And I, you know, I throw a little fist at the end if I mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm. I'll kneel if I get the opportunity to do so. But I, I I'm proud to sing the national anthem, but. That verse is clearly omitted for a reason, mm-hmm. but you have to think about the time when it was written. It was written in like 1835 or something like right. that, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. what did you think they thought? They had slaves. They were going to write about slaves. We don't have slaves anymore, thank God. I guess there's still racism going on in this country, but we just can't erase and omit every single thing that, that, that we put our to much to much better things. Oh my gosh, yes. We need, we need to help people and, and focus on the task at hand. We can't just keep going back and trying to erase things. But I'm all, I'm all about museums and, all, and, and putting the full history and textbooks For sure. that we need to do. That is so important. Yeah, because the Columbus thing has always bothered me. Even as a kid, I never understood why Columbus was so celebrated. Because I'm like, if the dude discovered America, wouldn't it be called Columbia? I always thought that as a kid. <laughs> and it's not. It's called America after Amerigo Vespucci. So I'm like, why are we saying he discovered? I never got that. Right. Like, when I learned more about just how much of a punk he was. Just uh, a horrible A horrible person. cat. <laughs> and I'm like, all, his, all of his greatness is really from mistakes. Some people don't understand. Like the West yes, Indies is yes. called the West Indies because he thought he was in India. He mm-hmm. made a mistake. <laughs> so oh, I'll just name it West India. No. And they, all these people are Indian. No, they're not Indian either. <laughs> what? Right. He just messed up all around. And we so celebrate this guy, yet he destroyed and killed a whole group of people. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with that, go go, go read the book. Which uh, I they can't imagine Columbus. how they're they not familiar Columbus. at this point. What's it book. called? They came before Columbus? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ivan Van Sertema. You always got the good book recommendations. Telling you. <laughs> I love it. Um, So yeah, I'm conflicted about the Kate Smith thing because I don't, well, I personally don't think that she's done enough to be removed because I didn't even know about her. I don't even know anything about her. But if we're starting to go back to like song lyrics and and things like that from 1930s, again, I just, I think we got to put our energy elsewhere. Yeah. I I mean, doesn't, uh, we have some Staples Center statues up. I think Oscar De La Hoya has mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. I think he had like a lot of rape allegations against him. Right. So right? Where are we going to start doing that yeah, one up? Because you know? there's a lot of sports figures we yeah. can go back and start taking yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. Does Bill Cosby have a statue anywhere? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And if he was going to get one, he definitely ain't yeah, anymore. Yeah, oh, Bill. Uh <laughs> But uh, moving on to things that I should probably not giving, be giving energy to, we're going to talk about Kanye West. Oh, now, I could talk yeah. about Kanye all day, all night, all morning, because I have a uh, interesting uh, relationship. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship with Kanye, for sure, but I think I'm not alone in that. Um, Kanye, so here's the thing. I do think that Kanye is extremely talented. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. I loved his first couple of albums. I do think that after his mother died, he went crazy, and I will go to the grave thinking that. I agree. Um, I am not on board with this Kanye Sunday service madness. I'm just not on board with it, you guys. I am so confused. Um, I still have questions, and I'm also wondering, and I know we've talked about, you know, when is there grace and forgiveness for when people make mistakes? However, 
I do not think it's been long enough of a time for him to be this forgiven. Like, are we really going to forget that he said that slavery was a choice? Are we really forgetting that he said the manga hat makes him feel like Superman? Are we forgetting that he said Tony Hawk's album did more for music than the Beatles ever did? Are we, like, how are we forgetting all of the crazy that he's given us in the last couple years because he all of a sudden found the Lord, which, by the way, he called Easter Yeaster. So that alone should tell you that Kanye ain't nothing. Okay. Wow. Wow. See, <laughs> That's my I, feelings on Kanye. I, I, a, I am a Kanye defender to a, oh, to a degree. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm not, a, I'm not a big supporter or fan. I don't own any pair of his shoes. I don't own any Yeezys. I never bought an album, but I do appreciate how unorthodox he is in some ways. Now, some things Kanye has said, I agree with, but I just think his approach is sometimes an intentionally uh, unapologetic. Because mm-hmm. the one that really got me the most was the slavery uh, quote. And because it came out right around, I think, maybe a week or two or maybe a month after Black Panther came out. Yeah. And I, as soon as I heard it, I knew I knew what he was saying. And I, I knew the backlash that was going to come from it. Because here's the thing. Slavery itself was not a choice. But to be a slave was. Because if you look at the option a person had, it was you could be killed or you could be a slave. And it was funny because in Black Panther... Everyone was talking about the quote Killmonger says, where he says, I'd rather die. Mm-hmm. I'd bury me with my ancestors because they knew that they'd rather have death than to be a slave. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a choice. That's what he's saying. No way Kanye says things and does things rubs people the complete <laughs> wrong way, and he does not try <laughs> to explain himself. So to that degree, I understand his motives, and his, but he's just a weird cat all around. So I, I can't defend him too much. But some of the things he does, I look at him like, okay, I can kind of see where he's going with it. I just wish people would, well, one, I wish he would be more uh, candid and talk more. That's just one thing that's, that's a big issue. He does not explain himself. He doesn't talk. He just says crazy things, does crazy things, and then he's out. Um, I wish he would explain more of his thought process. I think people would maybe give him more, um, more grace. And then, like, with this whole church thing and him crying at Coachella and then, like, people start feeling bad for him, I'm like... In the black community, I think I would love us to be more open to people not agreeing and at the same time still being okay to being black. You still get the black card. Because I feel like if we don't all agree on the something that's inherently, oh, this is a black thing, mm-hmm. we just kick people out. Mm-hmm. Um, the MAGA hat, like, I remember listening to or seeing, a, was it uh, Riza Islam, who's a um, Nation of Islam um, He's a, he's a, he's a no, noted public speaker for the nation of okay. Islam. He's a great page. Uh, he's a super smart guy. And he says, let's let's wait. Let's wait and see what Kanye is doing with this. Because I think he may be trying to flip this. Because actually, as Kanye was doing that, he was asking for certain things of, of Trump. And he was getting close to him and, in a, and able to get him to do something. I forget how that all played out. But that's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. So let us see what he's doing. Because right. he's a weird dude. Yeah, very much. He's so. weird. So let's let's Which see. Which is why he's kind of a genius. Right. He's exactly. very odd. I get exactly. it. I get it. So when he does stuff like that but doesn't explain it, I think that's where people get upset and then they just run off with their own their own narratives because he doesn't write the story for us. He just does something stupid and then, you know, 
he's back in Calabasas chilling. Um, so I, I think that's why I'd rather see us is let's be sl- slower to judge because then it won't seem weird to forgive him. You know, if mm-hmm. we jump off and just like, oh, just write him off, then when he comes back, you're like, oh, I feel conflicted. Like, I would just wait, you know, and see what happens. You know, it's it's interesting. I didn't really think of it in that way until you just mentioned it with the, the parallel to what Killmonger said in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, because Kanye's so poor at explaining himself, him just saying, well, slavery was a choice. You're like, huh? Yeah, yeah. But that is a very good point. It is, because in that sense, if you're looking in that sense, it's like you could either be a slave or... Or you could choose to take your own life. But it's like, why would you just want to choose to kill yourself? I get it. I get it. I get it. But that is a choice. However. But slavery. That's that's the thing. The, the, the right. institution of slavery mm-hmm. was not a choice. Was that not a was, choice at all. That was created. That was not a choice. To be a slave. And that's, again, he probably should have said that. But I think he was on TMZ at the time. He was on He TMZ. was hyped yeah. up. Yeah. And it just came out. So that's that was, you know, poor wording on his, on his, uh, on his side. But, like, let's be clear. It was slavery. That was not a choice, but to be a slave was a choice. Yeah, and that's why I got so crazy when people are so hyped up about Killmonger's quote. The same people who are mad at, at Kanye, I'm like, he's they're literally saying the same thing. Mm. But like again, it's just you know maybe just the vernacular, and it, sometimes it is. It comes down to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, semantics. Semantics. Yes. Thank you. It comes yeah. down to semantics, like. And Kanye, yeah, it does come down to semantics with him because sometimes he'd be saying things and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying and I want to. I want to understand you, Kanye, but I can't. But the other issue I have is that he's found the Lord or himself, whatever. Same thing to him. (laughs) You're selling $225 t-shirts that look like I could have made them at, you know, at Michael's. Yeah. At a church surface that says Holy Spirit, and it's tan and just has the black letters of Holy Spirit. There's nothing special about the design. There's nothing special about the font. Nope. It looks like a generic, like, Gildan t-shirt that you can buy in bulk. And I just, I can't get behind this whole facade. I can't, I can't get behind it. I agree. If, If you, if you support Kanye, that's fine. I, like I said, he's talented. I think he does have a lot to offer the world. But right now he's on my list. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Right now he is on my list. But what? What if? What if this was Adam Levine doing this? I don't ride with Adam Levine either. No, I guess not you. But I'm saying people in general. <laughs> people in general, like it's it's if it was someone, I, I don't want to make it a black white thing, but like it's it's e- it's it's easier for us and people in general when it's a black you know, artists to be like, to write them off. Like, I feel like white artists give way more grace to being, oh, he's eclectic. He's weird. He's out there. He's, you know. I can see that. Johnny Depp does something like this. Oh, he's just, a, you know, he's uncouth. He's he's, a myst- he's mm-hmm. mysterious. Mm-hmm. Kanye's crazy. We hate Kanye. He's racist. He's this. He's like, oh, whatever. He's, he's a coon. Now, that, that's another I hate when black people throw the coon yeah, I do label too. out there. I'm I do like, too. Just because he doesn't agree exactly yeah. what you think, you call I him a coon. completely agree. If you guys don't that. know what coon is, it's like the ultimate uh, insult, insult yeah. in the black community to call someone a coon. Um, it's basically like an Uncle Tom that yeah. you're selling out, and you know they say that about Steve Harvey a lot too, which I don't like either. I I hate that we go against our own so quickly, mm-hmm. so easily when they don't mm-hmm. they don't do exactly what we want them to do. This isn't, but t- for me, this isn't a 
even a, a black thing. This is a Kanye thing, and mm-hmm. I just am not on board with it. It could be Adam Levine. It could be Adam Lambert. It could be freaking T.I. It could be Genuine. I don't care. Genuine? I know. I threw. I went <laughs> way back. I don't know why. That's just the name that popped up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. I went way back. I'm yeah, Genuine. And he right. ain't even around no more. Um, is he around? No. No. He, did, he was coming out with Tank and... Tyrese back. Like, they were doing like a trio thing, mm-hmm. but then Tyrese went crazy too. Yeah, they all went crazy. Well, no, all, not Tank. Tank, Tank kept is it together. Fun. Well, but, he kind of had a little blow up. We're totally bit. digressing yeah, right now. Sorry. But no, it's fine. But we're going to talk about Tank because did you see his post how he got so mad about people not buying his album? No. Oh, yeah. But it's the truth though. Like, I get it. He was like, you support these people, you support these people, you support these people. And then you always ask me when I'm not putting out music. And then I put out and I only sold like 16,000 albums or something mm. like that. Which Tank can sing. Tank is amazing. Anyways, I totally digress, but it, it just went on the whole like black people need to support each other type yeah, thing. Yeah. Which we do. But um, yeah, for me, I don't care who it is. This whole trajectory of Kanye, who you could lift him out and put anybody in, and I would still feel the same way. I just want to know what his end game is because I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And if and if he if he comes out, speaks to all the things he did, and and there was some kind of like strategy behind what he was doing. With you didn't be okay with it. It's not that I would be okay with it. I would understand it a little bit better. Because okay. that, that's the thing I don't understand with some people. Like, if his whole goal of wearing the MAGA hat and things you were saying was to get Trump to do something or to get closer to him or whatever, they say it was a really a, a stretch mm-hmm. to accomplish what he wanted. People still would not be okay because he wore the hat. I'm like, it's a hat. It's a hat. First of all, and if his strategy was to do something and he got closer, say he accomplished it, mm-hmm. isn't that isn't that making doesn't that make it okay? I get what you're saying, and in, in, in some senses, it may have made it okay, but he didn't accomplish anything. He just made himself look bad, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So if yeah. he had a goal, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna you know fraternize with the enemy, but I'm gonna get this, 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 and this done. And if I have to seem like I'm selling out, but then they see that my end goal is this, they're gonna be like, you know what, Kanye came through, but he didn't come through for nothing. He didn't, he didn't come through for nothing, and now he's found the Lord, and he's having these services in the middle of nowhere. And I just, I, I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I'm gonna go to one. You have to be invited. Okay, I'll get but my ready. friend is the guitar player, so I'm gonna find out. Okay, I'm make that Kiori happen. us, make and that I definitely happen. want to be there to worship <laughs> with Kanye. <laughs> I am so curious about these Sunday make services. Have happen. you seen the the Instagram? Mm-hmm. It's it's in. It looks crazy. I want to be there. And there's apparently fifty thousand people that showed up to Coachella for his Sunday service, his Easter. Again, that's the other thing. But see, that's funny. It's not funny. You're supposed to be celebrating Jesus, and you're gonna insert yourself but, in the equation. But in the okay. Historically, and in, let's look at the actual, the word Easter is pagan. Correct. It represents Ishtar. Correct. Correct. So if to me, if Kanye decides to play with it, I really don't care. <laughs> it's, it's Ishtar. It has nothing to do with Christ. You know, Constantine took, if you got a little history lesson, Constantine took a pagan holiday and a Christian holiday, put them together, and that's how we have Easter. So if Kanye wants to mess with, Easter is hilarious to me. That's funny. It's so self-serving. It that's that's definitely Kanye, and I but that's his I brand. don't agree with that. That I don't agree, with, but that's clever. Easter is funny. <laughs> Sorry, we have to agree to disagree because <laughs> I I can't. I, I get can't. the the celebration of the holiday is mm-hmm. very holy for people, so to mess with that, again, you're taking some liberties that I wouldn't take. 
But the word Easter to me, I don't care about. It's more the day. The day to me is is more important and it's holy to people, but I don't care about the word Easter. <laughs> Easter's died. Oh, okay. We're just going to have to agree to disagree on this. We're just going to have to. Um, so before we wrap up, we want to make sure that you are liking, you're commenting, you're subscribing, and you are sharing this podcast. And if there's anything that you think we need to talk about, make sure you let us know. And in typical We Need to Talk fashion, we end every episode by putting a spotlight on a community, a person, a cause, organization that is doing good in the world. So, Carmel, who do we have this week? This week, we have Comedy for Causes, which is ran by a good friend of mine, Lania Dominguez. It is a stand-up comedy nonprofit that does <clears throat> fundraisers for several different charities and events and issues and causes, whether it's um, dog adop- adop- adoptions, uh, cancer, for cancer in kids, mm-hmm. if it's education, if it's a death in the family, anything just comes up, uh, Lania Dominguez finds a way to support uh, different community events and different people who just need help um, and just bring like levity to a situation that's you know um, depressing or sad or negative they bring a po- shed a positive light on it um, so you can follow them at comedy for causes on instagram facebook and comedy for causes.net love it love it that's such a cool idea all right well thank you so much for tuning in this week make sure you are following us on facebook instagram and Twitter, comment on the question of the week. Let us know your thoughts about our topics this week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.